0: How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, we kick off our Week 3 coverage with taking a look at three key matchups that the Bears need to take over if they would like to win the game against the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons come into this matchup at 0-2 after allowing 78 points in their first two games, but it's definitely not a team that you can underestimate. I am your host, Chris Malpe, and today to break down these three matchups, I am joined by both of my co-hosts, Par Shaw and Jalen McClinton. How's it going, fellas?
1: We're doing pretty good. Uh, just watching an absolute awesome game last night between the Seahawks and Patriots, which was super fun to watch. But yeah, um, it's Monday afternoon, just had some lunch and ready to record some Bears videos.
2: Yeah, same here. Uh, you know, it's Monday Night Football today. Definitely gonna watch that game between the Saints and the Raiders, but um, you know, it's a new week. We play a new, a new opponent, you know going to put that game behind us, especially since it, even though we won, it was it's kind of disappointing on both sides of the ball. But uh, yeah, that's about it.
0: Yeah. So today, if you guys can't tell, we do have a little bit of an upgrade on our audio. We just ordered new microphones and are waiting for those to come in. But we are recording our audio on a new platform. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, it should sound a lot more studio like uh, and more professional. And it's only going to get better as we get microphones in. I'm the only one right now with a microphone, so my audio might sound crisper than the rest. But Parth, Jalen, and me are all getting new audio soon, so be looking forward to that. And we are going to continue to try and upgrade the production of what we're putting out because you guys have been supporting us so much recently, and we want to put out the best content possible for you guys. And that definitely uh, comes with the best quality content as well. So let's just hop right into this one. So the Atlanta Falcons are two and oh excuse me they are oh and two the last time they played the Bears was week one of twenty seventeen right after they lost the Super Bowl the Bears lost in a heartbreaking one where Mike Glennon started and got sacked by Paul Warlow uh on the last play of the game uh when the Bears had a fourth and ten, I believe, and the Falcons snuck away with that one. But today we're here to break down an offensive, defensive and overarching factor that the Bears need to take advantage of if they want to win this one. So I'm going to start. I have the offensive factor, so let's hop right into it. The Bears rushed for 135 yards in Week 2, also 149 yards in Week 1, averaging 4.25 yards per carry as a team this season, as well as 142 rushing yards per game. We've seen Tariq Cohen rush for 53 yards so far, and David Montgomery, someone who we all expected to take a big jump, with 148 rushing yards throughout two weeks. Taking a look at the Atlanta Falcons, obviously they have allowed 78 points in two weeks, uh, averaging 39 points per game allowed. They have allowed 104.5 rushing yards per game, including 89 yards and a touchdown in week two to Ezekiel Elliott. Taking a look at the Falcons' offense, Matt Ryan has been on fire throughout the first two weeks, uh, up there with Russell Wilson for playing some of the best football in the league. He's passed for 723 yards and six touchdowns in two weeks. He's averaging 362 passing yards and three touchdowns per game with an average passer rating of 110.7. He had 450 yards, two touchdowns against Seattle, also 273 and four touchdowns against Dallas. It's evident that the entirety of Atlanta's offense has been on a hot streak recently, including the running game with newly acquired Todd Gurley. Uh, They have kicked off the 2020 season 0-2. Majority of that is on their defense, but they've put up a ton of points while their defense has allowed 39 points per game, and they have also allowed five rushing touchdowns. Now, you guys may ask, Chris, why are you talking about the rushing so much? Quarterbacks have been so successful against the Falcons. Why are you talking about the rushing? My offensive factor would be Mitchell Trubisky taking advantage of a defense that has allowed 749 yards and five passing touchdowns in two weeks, but it's going to be focusing on the run game because I think if the Bears want to win in Atlanta, they absolutely need to hold on to the ball and control the time of possession in this game. Obviously, Mitchell Trubisky needs to play well, and it's going to be the best defense that he's, or the worst defense that he's matching up with yet, but keeping the ball on the ground in this game hundred percent makes sense for the bears. If the bears can control the time of possession and rush for first downs, Matt Ryan, who has been hot stays off the field and the chances of the bears winning this game absolutely increases. David Montgomery is averaging five yards per carry, and it would be nice to see the bears implement what they did in the fourth quarter on Sunday against the giants. If you don't remember, Montgomery had a couple carries for eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 yards against the giants. Uh, They need to do that throughout the game in Atlanta. Look, the goal of this game is going to be keeping Matt Ryan off the field. We know that this Giants defense, or this Falcons defense, sorry, I'm messing up my weeks. We know that this Falcons defense has struggled a ton against two pretty good, uh, highly powered offensive teams recently in the Seattle Seahawks and the Dallas Cowboys. The Bears probably don't have an offense up to par or comparable with those two teams, but if they run the ball and control the time of possession. I am confident that the Bears can come out on top in this one. You know, um, David Montgomery has gotten off to a pretty strong start this season. It's going to be important that the Bears put up points in this game, but I also think it's going to be important that they chew the clock while doing so because it gives Matt Ryan less time to work, uh, gives the secondary a break. The secondary is going to have a very tough task that you will hear more about soon with Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones. If you can keep the Falcons' offense off the field, I think the Bears win this one, and how are they going to do that? Hand David Montgomery the the rock, head towards that interior offensive line that's performed so well with Whitehair, Ifedi, and Daniels, and that's pretty much all I've got. So give give David Montgomery the rock this week. You have to feed him at all costs and chew that clock. I'm going to pass it on to Parth now, who I believe has the defensive matchup of this game. Parth, what do you got?
1: Yeah, so I do have the defensive matchup of the game. Um, the Falcons' offense, like you mentioned, has been on fire, basically. Both games, they've been putting up a lot of points. Uh, their defenses is has been letting them down, basically. So um, their offense has been hot. Uh, Matt Ryan has been hot. Calvin Ridley has been hot. You know, They got a lot of weapons on that side of the ball. They put up 39 against the Cowboys. Uh, back-to-back games with 30-plus points. So if you go over Matt Ryan's stats so far, Week one, he had 450 yards passing and two touchdowns. And week two against the Cowboys, he had 273 yards passing and four touchdowns. So, a pretty strong start for Matt Ryan to the season. And if we look at their wide receiver, uh, the guy Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. Um, in the first game, uh, Julio Jones had 157 yards receiving. And then week two, he struggled with only 24 yards receiving. But Calvin Ridley, on the other hand, was on fire both games with week one, 130 yards receiving. And then week two, 109 yards receiving and having two touchdowns each game. They also added Hayden Hurst, a new tight end, uh, to replace Austin Hooper. And in both games, Hayden Hurst has totaled for 110 yards and a touchdown. So they're basically the receivers have been on fire. Matt Ryan's been on fire. So to stop that, we need a huge game from guys like Kyle Fuller, Jalen Johnson, Buster Screen, Eddie Jackson, Deshaun Gibson, and even Dion Bush, who's been splitting some snaps with Deshaun Gibson recently. Um, you know. Jalen Johnson is just a rookie. Uh, it's hard to tell him to stop Julio Jones or go and stop Calvin Ridley, who have been, I mean, pretty much amazing since they've been in the NFL. But uh, in order for the Bears to win this game or have a chance to win this game, we need a big game out of Jalen Johnson. Him and Kyle Fuller have been amazing so far this year. I think I read somewhere that Kyle Fuller has arrived, allowed a pass rating of 27.3 in the NFL, and he's been targeted the fifth most so far. So, you know, Fuller started hot. And then Jalen Johnson had multiple passes broken up so far to start his first two games in his rookie season. But to go against Calvin Ridley or even Julio Jones is going to be a tough task for him. You know, we saw Jeff Okuda of the Lions in his first game get absolutely destroyed by Aaron Rodgers, who's been a great quarterback for years. So, you know, if going up against Matt Ryan could be tougher for for Johnson. Um, And then against in 2017, Kyle Fuller struggled against Julio Jones. Uh, I don't have the stats for that, but he did struggle that that year against Julio. And uh, Hayden Hurst, uh, who's going to be probably guarded by Roquan Smith or even Danny Trevathan. And Trevathan's been very slow to start off the season. Uh, I know me, Chris, and uh, Jalen have been talking about it, how Trevathan's been slow. He hasn't been himself. Uh, he's also been actually sitting out a lot. Uh, we've seen Joel Ig- or Iggy. I just call him Iggy. He's been getting a lot of playing time because of that. So this defense definitely has a tough task against this strong Falcons offense who's been putting up 30 points consistently so far to start the season.
0: Yeah, you take a look at Kyle Fuller. He's been targeted 15 times, tied for fifth in the NFL, and has only allowed a passer rating of 27.3. He's also allowed only 20% completion percentage, has three pass breakups, which is tied for third in the league, also an interception. If you take a look at Jalen Johnson, who's going to be Probably matched up with Calvin Ridley, which is definitely a tough target in this game. He's going to, he, he's he's had the fourth or the second most pass breakups uh, out of a rookie. Four total, only one behind CJ Henderson for the most in the league for rookie. So this secondary has proven to be strong so far, but they're definitely going to have a tough task ahead of them. So finally, I'm going to pass it on to Jalen. He's got the overarching matchup in this game the one that he thinks is going to be the most important that the Bears need to win uh, positionally if they want to win this one. So, Jalen, what is your overarching matchup that the Bears have to take advantage of here?
2: Mine is our pass rush versus the Falcons' off- offensive line. Um, yesterday, a lot of players got hurt yesterday, um, including Caleb McGarry, uh, which is the Falcons' starting right tackle. Um, you know, he's going to be out for our next week game with the MCL sprain. uh prayers up to him, but like I said, he's not, he's not going to play against us. Last game against the the Giants, uh, we had four sacks. The defense had a, a great showing. Um, you know, in, in the first half, mostly. In the second half, we started to, you know, get, you know, get tired because we were on the field a lot. We just can't get off the field. But against this against this Falcon offense, the Falcons are one of the best offenses in the league right now. Even though they're zero and two, you know, the reason why they're losing losing games is because of the defense. But you know, that's that's something that Chris already pointed out. So if this if our pass rush can get to can get to out, Ryan and, you know, Matt Ryan is a, is a veteran quarterback. I highly, highly doubt he's going to, you know, throw up a lot of bad balls, but if we can get to the pa- if we can get to him and not allow him to, you know, go through his reads or go through hoops progressions for him to, you know, throw a ball to Julio or uh, Hayden Hurst or Calvin Ridley who's having a very good season, then um, that, that should definitely help us win the game. Their pass, their offensive line has been very decent. They only gave up three sacks in the, in the two games they played against the Cowboys and the, um the Cowboys and the, the Seahawks. I couldn't, couldn't think of the Seahawks who only had two sacks combined in the other games they played against the Patriots and the Rams. So that there's not very good pass rushes they're, they're going up against. This is probably the best pass rush they've, they've played this season. So like I said, if we're able to get to Matt Ryan and, um you know, throw him off or at least try to throw him off a game, you know, I I don't think we're going to just completely shut down Matt Ryan because like I see, he's a, he's a good quarterback. He's an MVP for a reason, but make him you know, nervous in the pocket or get a couple strip sacks on him um, for this offense, that's definitely going to help us win this game.
0: Yeah. And some good news for the bears, but you never want anyone to be injured in general, but some good news for the bears this week is that right tackle Caleb McGarry suffered a minor sprained MCL, uh, and is expected to miss this week. So yet again, just like week one, Khalil Mack is going to be facing a backup right tackle. Um, And if you take a look at Kalomak, I mean, a lot of people have been doubting him so far. He did get his first sack on Sunday against the Giants. He had six pressures in that first game, and he was the the third highest graded edge defender from week two per Pro Football Focus. He earned a rating of 89.8, the highest on the Bears. He had one sack, five hurries, also one fumble recovery on 39 pass rushing snaps. So you know what? This Bears uh, front seven is going to have to perform. We saw Akeem Hicks get his second sack last week. Same with Robert Quinn. He had his first sack. It was a strip sack, so that's nice to see. But all these factors are going to play a very big part into the Bears winning this game, and uh, I sure hope they can do it. You know, Atlanta does pose a tough test. I mentioned it earlier, Matt Ryan averaging 360-some passing yards a game and three touchdowns. You're going to have to keep Atlanta off the field in one we're on the field. It's going to be a tough task, but you're going to have to try and get to Ryan, hopefully try and force him to throw some bad balls up into the secondary. They're an 0-2 team, but I do think they're the toughest task that the Bears are going to face, at least throughout these first three weeks. Uh, I'm not saying we had a weak start. Uh, a lot of NFL fans do think that the Bears had weak starts, but you know what? Uh, we're 2-0, and and we got a tough task here, and starting 3-0 and could be very, very big if the Bears take advantage of all three of those matchups. So that'll pretty much do it for this episode of three key matchups. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you want more content from us, you can head over to our website, bear We're posting columns, articles, and blogs on there almost every day. So if you guys want extra content from us, be sure to head over there. Uh, that would mean a lot to us. Uh, you guys have been crushing the videos recently, visiting the website. Uh, the website numbers are up and uh, we want to keep getting you guys the best content possible. So, Definitely some stuff to check out on our website. If you want to find the podcast on Instagram and Twitter, you can check it out at Down. And finally, you can find the links to all of our social media fan pages down in the description. Those are some great follows as well. Also, if you made it this far, if you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, do us a favor and subscribe. We're putting out content almost every day of the week. Also, if you're on YouTube, do us a favor. Subscribe if you're new and drop a like on this video. Also go down into the comments, do us a favor, drop a comment and tell us if this audio does sound better because we're recording on our new platform for the first time, but in a couple of test runs we had, the audio definitely sounded better, and we want to put the best content out for you guys possible. And the audio is only going to keep improving as we get our microphones in. So, Parshaw, Jalen McClinton, we're already almost done with the first quarter of the season kicking off our Week 3 coverage, but any last words before we close this one off? Man,
1: football season goes by way too fast. It's already week three. I mean, I'm not complaining. Uh, the faster we can get to the playoffs, hopefully the Bears are gonna get there. I think a two and zero start puts us at a sixty six percent chance to make the playoffs. Usually, that's what the statistic is. Uh, I think the Bears have a great chance to make the playoffs, especially with the expanded field. Um, people are saying we're playing bad teams, but you gotta put you gotta beat the bad teams first. So. There's that. Uh, we'll beat the good teams when they come up, but we can play only who is on their schedule, basically. So bear down. We're 2-0. and um, Let's get it to 3-0 this weekend.
2: Yeah, exactly what Parf said. Um, I don't, I don't get why you know a lot of people are saying that they were saying that in 2018 when we were beating the teams that were basically on our schedules and you know the year before that we were we were fourth place. So that's basically who, all we were playing. But this year, this year, um, I see a lot of a 2018 in, in this team, except the defense is not you know at, at at the same level. But we play the Falcons This is probably our biggest our biggest um you know competitor to have a great offense going up against our defense. So, you know, may, may the may the best side win. That's about it. Bear down. And Parr said and kind of noted that this might be a bad
0: team. You know, Atlanta is 0-2, but they're definitely a strong team, and we can't overlook anyone because, look, it's the National Football League. At the end of the day, all that matters is that you get wins. But one thing that we can learn from all of these matchups that have been happening, and there's been some upsets so far, is that anyone can beat anyone on any given day. So, Got to do the best we can to prepare for this one. And a 3-0 start would be really good heading into another tough task in Indianapolis who bounced back in week two. But that'll pretty much do it for this one, guys. Once again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you for 2.7K subscribers on YouTube. We appreciate the support dearly. It's been a pleasure to be your host. Once again, my name is Chris Malpy. Bears fans, do us a favor as always. Stay safe and bear down. We'll see you in the next one. Peace.